Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. FM, 720 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas, Monday edition of the show, glad to be with you, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation, busy night tonight, lots to talk about, and the second hour will be exclusively talking about the Republican National Convention that is going on as we speak Lots of good things to talk about there. I was on Chris Salcedo's show uh, earlier today on Newsmax TV with Ronald Reagan's son, Michael Reagan, and uh, got some good things to share with you regarding the RNC and what's going to happen there this week and the difference that I think you're going to see uh, in terms of pro-America, pro-Constitution, pro-family, pro-God, pro-First and Second Amendment. I don't think there's going to be any comparison compared to the court jesters and the sideshow that was the DNC convention last week. But first, I want to talk about uh, the shooting in Wisconsin. Can we all say, here we go again? Here we go again. And, and right now, the left and, well, many in the black community in Wisconsin are going Absolute bonkers, burning down, rioting, doing everything that they can to show their absolute disgust and detest for the shooting of a black man by police. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this because I think I see another George Floyd happening here. And uh, gratefully, the uh, man that was shot, he wasn't killed, gratefully. Um, he was shot. He's in critical condition, is my understanding. His name's Jacob uh, Blake. And I love the way the news media puts this out there to make sure that you're aware that he was an unarmed black man. Not so fast, says Steve Sanchez, because there's a lot more that we need to discuss. And I think we need to get an idea of exactly what has gone down. Now, I saw some of the video, and of course, an investigation is uh, being done as we speak, but... That hasn't stopped the Wisconsin governor for criticizing police over the shooting, despite admitting, and he admitted it, we don't have all the details. Okay, governor, you don't have all the details, Governor Evers, by the way, a Democrat, you don't have all the details, but yet you're going to criticize the police over this shooting. That sounds really smart, but you're a Democrat governor and you aren't very smart because what I've seen in governors around the country that like to call themselves Democrats, I haven't seen a whole lot of smart. I've seen a whole lot of dumb. I've seen a whole lot of pandering. And my God, my God, are you going to use this as a tool 
to try to further divide this country and make an argument and a case for defunding the police because we're in an election cycle. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. So let me break down a little bit what happened. Okay, this was yesterday. This was 5 p.m. yesterday, Wisconsin time. Apparently, um, there was a domestic incident that officers responded to, uh, according to the 9-11 dispatcher. So the video, and I'm seeing the video that you're seeing. I don't have special video. Nothing's been provided to us. If we did, I would tell you. So the video that I've witnessed is more likely than not the video that you've witnessed. So it shows Blake, Jacob Blake, the victim here, walking away from officers who are, in fact, pointing their weapons at him. Okay, Now, they have warned him over and over again to stand down, but, of course, he did not. He continues to walk away from officers. My understanding is that they even went as far as deploying a taser that didn't work. Uh, and, and so we don't know the details yet. It's being investigated. Okay, Wisconsin Department of Justice is investigating it. So before we start burning our cities down, before we start screaming Black Lives Matter, before we start hating on cops and starting riots and all the other crap that a lot of these monsters do, yes, they're monsters. When you burn your city down and you beat up innocent people and you go into neighborhoods threatening innocent people, you're a monster. You're a thug and a monster. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're purple with polka dots. I'll call it as it is. So we don't know what the hell's happened. What we do know is he was shot. And when you see the video, as cops continue to tell him to stand down. Now, keep in mind, cops know that there's video. And if you watch the video, he doesn't listen. He continues to go to his SUV. He opens the driver's side door, reaching in for something. The cops keep warning him. One officer grabs his shirt, and then shots were fired into what, unfortunately, is his back. Something has been said that maybe it was heard. He has a gun. He has a gun. Nothing's been confirmed yet because... It's just being investigated right now, as it should. We as media, you as the consumer, as the public, we cannot go and say he's guilty, he's not guilty, they did wrong, they did right. We don't know. So when the governor of Wisconsin comes out, Tony Evers, and starts criticizing police, he's doing it to politically pander. By the way, Wisconsin's a swing state. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And that is shameful. He should be ashamed of himself. He should be disgusted with himself. But of course, he's not. He's not. Because this is what Democrats do. They use tragedies and situations that they don't have all the facts on, and they start going crazy and start flipping out. Now, it's not like this man was innocent. This man was also wanted for sexual assault. 
Well, he doesn't deserve to, get, deserve to get shot. Well, I don't know. You don't know that either. Maybe he did deserve. You don't know that. I don't know that. What I can tell you is he was, in fact, Jacob Blake, 29-year-old, Kenosha, Wisconsin, wanted for sexual assault. That much I do know. And no, that doesn't mean he deserves to be shot, but you don't know if he does or he doesn't because all we know so far is what we're seeing. And we're seeing a vulgar, belligerent young punk not listening to stand-down orders from police officers. He continues to not comply and goes to his driver's side door in his SUV and reaches for something. If you were a cop, friends, what the hell would you do? Would you not shoot? I'd shoot. Sorry. I'm just going to tell you the way it is. I'm going to go home to my wife and kids that night. And when I'm telling someone to stop, stand down, and comply, I don't know if he's pulling out a weapon. I don't know if he's pulling out a grenade. What the hell else is he going to be doing? I guess we'll find out. I guess that's what the investigation will tell us. But right now, as I see it, I don't think the cops did anything wrong. That's my opinion based on what I'm seeing. Once the investigation ensues, then, of course, we'll know the facts. But as my eyes tell me, I can see very clearly, are we supposed to expect police officers to allow someone who is belligerent, is already wanted for sexual assault? They were responding to a domestic incident. He's not listening. He's not standing down. A taser was deployed. He's not listening. And in fact, even though guns are being pointed to him, he walks away with total bravery and goes to his SUV, reaches for something. What would you do if you were the cop? And I'm opening up the phone lines as we speak. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. What are your thoughts on this, friends? Would you do exactly what the cops did? Or would you sit there and wait for an AR-15 to be pulled out of his driver's side and half the cops being mowed down and maybe innocents that are in the area at the wrong place at the wrong time? Is that what you do? Or would you shoot? Because he didn't listen. Over and over and over. And walks away from the front of his SUV. From the front of it. Not listening. Not complying. Goes and opens his driver's side door and reaches for something. What are the cops supposed to do? Well, I'll tell you what. If you're a governor, you're not supposed to do is that criticizing the police like the police are guilty of something before an investigation ensues is absolutely stupidity at its highest level. But you saw the Democratic National Convention last week. You know, you're dealing with stupid. I mean, you, you know, you're dealing with stupid. I mean, it's as simple as that. And now gunshots are ringing out. Armed rioters are confronting police in Wisconsin right now because they don't want to wait they don't want to wait for an investigation. Oh, no, they're not going to hold responsible Jacob, who was the victim, shot. They're not going to hold responsible Jacob Blake. But my God, should you be holding responsible the cops when you don't know what the hell happened? 
And now you've got armed rioters attacking or confronting police, shots being fired. Oh, friends, didn't I tell you that as we got closer to the national election, that we would see more of the systemic racism, this fake hoax called systemic racism play out? Didn't I tell you? Well, here it is. Oh, and by the way, don't get me wrong, COVID-19 will come back again, too. Oh, yeah, it'll be back in the news. Just give it a little time. You see, the mainstream media, you know, the puppets that they are, the puppeteers have to pull their strings because they got strings hooked up their butts, okay? And they've got to literally, you know, talk a little bit about systemic racism to get you all hot and bothered. And then they've got to talk a little bit about COVID-19 to scare the crap out of you because they know after that convention with the Democrats last week that it is over, baby. Trump's reelected. It's as simple as that. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break. And then we're going to come back and go right to those calls. Don't go away. Sanchez hanging out with you on this Monday edition of the show, 702-257-5396. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the shooting in Wisconsin. Police officers shoot a 29-year-old black man named Jacob Blake, and the governor already is criticizing the police even though there has yet to be an investigation. Hasn't stopped rioters from picking up guns and trying to get into police-involved type uh, scuttlebuck, whatever you want to call it. I mean, these people are out of their damn minds. I'll just say it when no one else wants to say it. I've watched this video, and unless my eyes are deceiving me, this man was told to stand down and comply over and over he would not do it. Then he proceeds to leave the front of his SUV and then goes into his driver's side of his SUV and grab something. I think someone said he's got a gun. I don't know. We're having to confirm that because an investigation's going on, but he was shot seven times. Now he hasn't died. Thank God. He's in critical condition. But are we going to really start trying to say that the cops are just out there trying to kill, and this is ridiculous. And this governor, this governor, Tony Evers, of course a Democrat, should be ashamed of himself for the race-baiting that he's doing. But guess what? This is what Democrats do. And it's Wisconsin. Hmm, makes you just kind of scratch your head a little bit, because isn't this, well, a state that Biden needs to win? This is sad. And it's unfortunate. And and this event shouldn't have happened. And you know what? Jacob Blake would have never been shot if he would have complied. It's real simple. Jacob Blake would have never been shot if he would have complied. Am I wrong? I know I'm not wrong. Now, the video shows an incident, shows what's going on. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to make a decision for yourself. But what I'll tell you is this. 
I'm not willing or ready yet to say that the cops are to blame here because we don't have an investigation. But again, my eyes, my eyes don't deceive me. Maybe they deceive other people, but they don't deceive me. All right, let's go ahead and jump to our busy calls. First up tonight is Bruce. Bruce, welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Good evening. Good evening to you. So, you know, I mean, we grew up similarly, and the way we grew up is we learned not to do this kind of stuff by the time we were age five. So, you know, I mean, exactly. the police, you know, they're repeatedly telling you, stand down. They're telling you to stop. You know they've got guns on you. You know they're following you to your car. They keep telling you, stand down. Don't go to the car. Don't open the door. You won't comply. You open the door. You lean in. You reach in. Well, you know what? You're going to get shot, and that's what he got. That's exactly it. And, Bruce, you know, my eyes don't deceive me. I'm watching this. And, you know, if you're a cop, I know if I was a cop, I would have no choice but to fire because I don't know what the hell he's putting out of there, especially based on that scenario. Stand down, comply. You won't do it. This is nuts. They're telling you, don't do it. I mean, anybody with any sense in their head would know. It's just one more reason, you know, as my understanding, they don't have body cams in that police department. So No, no body cams are going to be extremely important. Now, I know there were the video uh, came out, and um, I guess it was some, some bystander that sent the video, and then there's witnesses saying, oh, the cops were beating the hell out of them. And, you know, we don't know that because we weren't there. And like you said, no body cam. Yeah. Hey, can I talk about the USPS for one minute? You got about one minute before we got bounced to break. Okay. So I spent three days looking at all their hearings, their Senate hearings, you know, their grandstanding, voting on bills before they have the second hearing, which makes no sense. I mean, Jackie Rosen, she was just so rude and condescending. But the thing that gets me is just the blatant lies. They're, you know, they, their Social Security and VA disability checks are delayed. You can see, you know, the old lady in her house with no power eating cat food out of the can. Well, there's only one problem with that scenario. Starting in 2013, the USPS stopped delivering those kind of checks. They're all done by direct deposit or debit card only. You know, in the Senate and Congress, they're just, they're the same now. You know, just yes or no only. Give me a yes or no answer. Or talking over the guy won't let him answer. He's not a public figure or public. You know what it is, Bruce? I'm going to tell you this. You're right. He's not a public figure. They're pundits. And they're using this as a strategy to push their agenda for mail-in voting in November. You know it and I know it. Uh, Bruce, i got to bounce. I'm up on break. Great call. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we got more to discuss about the police shooting in Wisconsin. Yeah, here we go again. Another George Floyd, maybe. But uh, based on what I see, I don't see that at all. But I could be wrong. Calls on hold, stay put. We'll be getting to you on the other side. Don't go away. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Monday edition of the show, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. Boomer Naturals, you know they partnered up with me to help Children's Hospital at University Medical Center. And we've got just till the end of this month, we've been doing this campaign trying to get as many face masks 
to these kids at the Children's Hospital, and we need your help. And you've been great. You've been gracious, and I do appreciate it, and I want to thank everybody that has donated $10 so that we can get masks to these kids. Now, if you haven't heard about what we're doing, it's pretty simple. What we're doing is for each $10 that comes in from you, the audience, it buys one 30-day use face mask because Boomer Naturals is a 30-day use face mask. That means you are getting like 30 for the price of one, thus the 30-day use face mask. So Boomer Naturals said, look, Steve Sanchez, we want to help your uh, charity over at Children's Hospital as well. And we will donate one mask for every mask that your audience donates to. So every time you donate $10, Boomer Naturals is donating $10 and two masks are going out to the children. So that's like them getting 60 masks. Now, again, I want to say thank you because many of you have stepped up and have helped. And I need your help tonight. We're almost to the end of the month. Could you please... Donate $10. $10. Come on, friends. $10. I know times are tough. I know, you know, uh, people are furloughed, but I think we can afford $10. I mean, honestly. And I don't ask you for much. I do and am asking you for this. It's pretty simple. Go to the Steve Sanchez Show.com website. You can see the donate button. You just click that. You donate the 10 bucks. We'll take care of the rest. And if you do that, I want to say thank you right now because I don't think you realize the smile you put on these kids' faces, on the family's faces, because these Boomer Natural face masks are incredible. They're N93, meaning that 93% protected, almost close to the N95s. They're breathable. They're cool, so they can come in different colors. And these kids that already have leukemia and heart disease and they're in this hospital, they don't want that surgical-looking mask. we got to brighten up their day. This is the way we do it. So when you go to the Steve Sanchez Show, website again find the donate button you'll see uh, an image of a child sitting in a hospital room that's where you go please do that tonight tell your friends to do it please tell your family to do it we really want to take care of these kids and i really do appreciate it and again thank you in advance for those that will be stepping up tonight it looks like we've got a lot of calls on hold so let's go ahead and get right back to business and jump over to larry you're next welcome to the program good evening steve good evening how are you? I'm great. How about yourself? Very well. Thank you. Yeah, this is lunacy at best. If that's really what happened, lunacy. It doesn't matter if you're black, purple, yellow, white, gray. It doesn't matter. If that happens, they're going to shoot you. Exactly. And that's what I'm Common seeing. Sense. You know, it was, Unfortunately, Larry, there's no body cam footage, but there is video from a bystander. But, I mean, when you see, and you can just go Google it, you can go somewhere and look at it, you'll see this man not complying. And, I mean, he literally walks away from the front of his SUV, guns drawn on him, and proceeds to his driver's side, uh, you know, uh, uh, goes to the driver's, you know, to the his door opens his driver's side, and it's like he's grabbing something. I mean, what would you do if you were a cop? Same thing. Protect my life. The exactly. guy has a record. I mean, come on, comply. Don't be stupid. Comply. If you're not doing nothing wrong, they're going to let you go. Exactly. Well, now the media is saying, you know, shoot a uh, cop, shoot unarmed black man in the back seven times. Just trying to politicize this thing. Sad. Of course. Of course they are. You know, it's just, you know, they're trying to, you know, it's, 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 you know, look at Harris, the, the vice president elect. Come on, man. She was against her president elect. 
before. It's all it's all hype. It's all hype. Yeah, all absolutely. Hype. Well, Larry, uh, the the next few days are going to definitely prove to. Uh, either be a complete exoneration of this police department or these police officers, or they're going to try to make examples because this is the popular move, and I appreciate the call. This is what they do today. Let's continue to make police officers look horrible. Let's continue to defund the police. Let's dismantle the police. The police are horrible. They'll shoot you. Moms and dads, black parents, you need to tell your children that if they go out into the community, they're being hunted down. This is insanity at its highest level. Wasn't it LeBron James that said that? That uh, when he walked, yeah, LeBron James had said, yeah, people don't realize that. Every time I walk out, I feel like I'm being hunted down. Sir, you got white people cooking your food. You got white people opening opening your limo door. Shut your big fat mouth, okay? You sound like a damn fool. This is ridiculous. All of a sudden, systemic racism is the buzzword of the year. Oh, good God. It's going to drive me crazy here. All right, back to business. Michelle, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yes, I'm calling to uh, comment on the riot last night in Wisconsin. I was able to watch it live for a couple of hours. uh, And someone in the group, in the the riot, made the announcement that the, the man who had been shot by the officers had died. So they don't care if what they're saying and announcing is true. They just want to incite the riot, which they did set the courthouse on fire. So yeah, there, was, there was a corner that was actually in flames. Officers came, and they were putting the flames out with their boots and throwing dirt on the flames because there was no extinguisher available yet. But can, can, I, announce, can I give the information on the YouTube channel that streams live every night for about 60 nights in a row, every single night. He multi-streams from different cities, and he will only stream it if it's live. Nothing old. So uh, am I allowed to give out the YouTube channel? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's P.T. News. P like Paul. T like oh, yeah, Paul. yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good link for people to yeah, go. So, uh, uh, you know, to see it unfold, yeah. um, just the violence. But but I was reading also, and I'm sure you know this, that in the Bible, in the book of Romans, chapter 13, anybody could read it for themselves, chapter 13, in the book of Romans, it says that if you do not cooperate with those in authority over you and you are doing something wrong, they will have a weapon on you, and they will use it. I'm glad you said that, Michelle. I'll leave it right there. That's that's great, and I and I appreciate you putting a, a biblical worldview on it because we are supposed to succumb to authority. That's what we're supposed to do. Unfortunately, we've raised our kids to want participation trophies just for showing up. You know, I had coached for my own children many moons ago. You know, our oldest is 30, youngest is 26, and we have a middle child that's 29. So, you know, years ago, you know, coached T-ball like a good dad, coached soccer. And right around the time Emily, our youngest daughter, started getting into the little sports is really when they started with the participation trophy stuff. And it was enough for me to say, no more, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not going to be involved in that. Everybody doesn't deserve a trophy. There's some kids that are exceptional in sports. There's some kids that are mediocre. And there's some kids that aren't good at all. And this is life. 
And in life, we can't be good at everything. You just can't. And we don't have to get our feelings hurt and go get a blankie and suck our thumb in the corner of a room and, you know, and, and expect all these likes and emojis with sad faces that, you know, you can be president. No, you can't be president. Not everybody could be president of the United States. I'm sorry. We all have our giftings and our talents. And if parents would be honest with their children, yes, encourage our kids. Absolutely. Be positive. Instill values and character. All the things that are necessary to build traits, to be a responsible citizen in the community. Absolutely. But there are times when you know that it is not the right area for your child and you need to help them find their pathway to their right area. But because we're a participation trophy society, now everybody gets everything at any time that they want. This is nuts. This is absolutely nuts. And yes, it ties in with what I'm talking about, with the police. And, you know, everybody's screaming, oh, police are horrible. He has the right. He has the right to walk away from the cops, even though they have guns drawn on him. He has the right to walk away and go into his SUV to the driver's side and pull something out, at least look like something's being pulled out. And no, the cops shouldn't have done anything. They should have stayed there and waited. Really? You know, there's been studies, in fact, in Arizona, Troy Fox, excuse me, Troy Hayden with Fox 10, uh, he's a local news anchor in, in Arizona and Phoenix, he did this simulation where he went out and they, you know, gave him a gun that had blanks and they did these scenarios live of, you know, police uh, approaching a, a person of interest in terms of, you know, someone that could have been a perpetrator or whatever, and and then you know these people charging and you should see how many times in the incidents that they put him in how he had to draw the gun and how fast how fast it is for someone to overtake the officer if the gun's not drawn and you know and 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 criteriums aren't aren't being followed so there was an activist that actually in Phoenix, Arizona, a black activist, and his name escapes me now, I'll find that for you, and, and I'll share that with you at another time, but a black activist did the same thing. He did the same thing that Troy Hayden, the news anchor, did, and he was totally against you know police brutality, and he was saying police are just trying to kill our black men, and he literally was put in that position as well. And he, after this training, this simulation, said, I apologize to all my friends that are in law enforcement, I had no idea of what kind of situation you're being put into and how fast you have to make a judgment call. You see, the truth of the matter is, is until you're walking in the cop's shoes, shut your pie holes and allow the investigations to ensue. And don't do these phony investigations because you're politically pandering to a community because you want to take back the White House so horribly bad. i got to have the White House. i got to have the power. So let's make these cops bad. And Biden's the only one. My God, Biden for 47 years has been in Washington, D.C. And little did we know that Joe Biden had the answer to all the world's issues. How could we not even know that he could handle defunding police and he could take care of curing COVID-19 and ending systemic racism? My God, I'll vote for Joe Biden. I had no idea. I had no idea Joe Biden was this, this prophet 
that has been put upon the earth to help us. My God, I must have been mistaken. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. tell you this you're never taking advice from a fool not when you're hanging out with me every single night and i'm glad you're with me here's some other advice i can give you if you're looking for an old school banking situation because you need some short-term cash then forget these national lenders out there you know you see the tv commercials they'll stand on their head to make you a deal and then the deal's just not so good for you but great for them well ed at fws lending completely different why he really is an old school banker. He's been serving Las Vegas for 32 plus years. What makes him different? Well, he guarantees the lowest interest rate in Nevada, number one. Number two, he has flexible and easy payback because he works with you personally, gets to know you, doesn't consider you an account number. He considers you his customer, just the way it used to be back in the day when you did old school banking. Well, here's the great news. You may be thinking, well, you know, my credit's horrible. I need some cash, a thousand bucks, two thousand, up to five thousand. I need some cash, Steve, but my credit is horrible. That's okay. Because bad credit, no credit, no problem. Credit is not a qualifier with an old school banker, only a good full-time job. That's right. If you have a good full-time job, this is how you qualify. No credit necessary. He's standing by now to take your calls up to 9 p.m. Pacific time to see how much he can put in your pocket in as little as 72 hours. That's no joke. Not 30 days, as little as 72 hours. So if you need a thousand, two thousand, up to five thousand in cash, short term, he is your guy. 702-613-2153 is how you can connect with Ed tonight. 702-613-2153. Low interest rates. Easy and flexible payback, no credit, no problem, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand in cash in your pocket in as little as seventy two hours. Seven zero two six one three twenty one fifty three and make sure you tell him you heard it right here so he can take even better care of you. All right, let's go ahead and get back now to our busy calls. Let's go over to Mona. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Mona. Hi, Mona. I would like to tell you something. You, you know, you talk about policemen shooting and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm a 25-year survivor of domestic violence. Okay. And my husband used to put me against the wall, and who do I shoot? How, how soon do I shoot? And my, me and my kids, who do I shoot first? Well, you know, the policeman told me after they came in, that is the most dangerous time a man, you know, for for the policeman because they can get shot very easily. Right. And so, you know, but I hate to tell you this because you probably won't think much of me, but the police, but the government took my children because they said it was my fault. My husband was like that. So I lived on the streets for eleven years, and um, thank God for policemen that took care of you because no one else would. 
Yeah, no, sorry that your situation was, was that, that, that happened. I mean, I don't know all the details and obviously that would probably be, uh, you know, a lot of information, but, um, are, so in, in spite of all the things that happen, what you're saying is that you trust cops regardless. They're there to help. Well, if I wasn't for the police, I wouldn't be talking to you today. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and you know, uh, I wrote my, my autobiography. And you know, uh, I had I had somebody tell me once, and he, you know, he's uh, he's in Congress, but he told me that the and he he was a paramedic and he was a policeman, and he said the most dangerous time for a, a policeman is when a domestic violence situation, because you know, I mean, you you're not no, normal when you beat your wife and threaten to shoot her. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so a policeman is well. Hopefully, hopefully your ex. Hopefully your ex-husband got consequences. Well, unfortunately, the government took his side. Well, I'll tell you this, Mona. i got to bounce him up on break, but I don't know if you're a believer. I am. That's a believer in God. And I'm always a believer that you think you can get away with things here on Earth, and maybe you can't. But when you cross over, you got to face the throne room of God. And that is something that we all better take very seriously. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Calls on hold, stay put. I haven't forgotten you. It's a busy night. Top of the hour news is next. Hour number two, we're back to calls, talking about this situation in Wisconsin with the police shooting. And then, of course, yeah, we got to start talking about the RNC convention. It's going on, and it's phenomenal. You don't want to miss it.